Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Latino Vegano Podcast and I'm your host Roger and in today's episode we are going to be discussing plant-based protein versus animal protein and which are the best. Well, we'll be going over some of the recent vet news articles comparing these two sources of protein. I'll also be sharing my personal experience as a vegan for over 20 plus years now and now a pro bodybuilder for the last uh, almost 10 years, last 10 years, and some of the best plant-based protein sources. And so join me so we can debunk this combo about plant versus animal protein. So let's get it. So episode number 165, and I do really appreciate y'all for always staying in tune with um, the podcast and what I always like to talk about. So I wanted to to talk about this this whole plant versus animal protein, especially because there's such a misconception out there about plant-based protein. And uh, it's interesting because there's so many videos going on now going viral about plant-based about plant-based protein and how not a sustainable way of eating is and all these different things. But there have been so many vegans thriving for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Um, eating this way, right, and they're doing great, and back then there was not even that many options as we have right now, so it's interesting that, that we can hear we hear these comments every day about how plant-based protein has not a sustainable protein. So I recently read an article in Beck News that took a, a deep dive into whether plant or animal proteins are superior, or which one is superior. The article presented recently research showing that plant protein like beans, lentils, and tofu contains all the essential amino acids our body needs. In fact, plant proteins has been shown to be just as effective as animal protein for building and maintaining muscle mass. I would even say that, in my opinion, they're even better because it's a lot of other uh, saturated fats, all other components, and all other things that animal protein has that um, animal protein has that plant-based protein does not have, including fiber. In addition, plant protein has proven health benefit, like reducing LDL or the bad cholesterol and improving cardiovascular health. It also has much lower environmental impact than animal protein for an industrial agriculture. On 2019, found that replacing just 20% of calories from animal protein with plant-based protein could reduce global greenhouse gases emissions for over 300 million tons. Just with that small change, we'll see how big and impactful it is. As a vegan bodybuilder um, who's also been plant-based or vegan for 20 years or more, I have never had issues getting enough protein from plant sources. On the contrary, I feel healthier and stronger than ever. So there's no doubt in my mind that plant protein is perfectly adequate for athletes and non-athletes alike. So what are some of the best plant-based protein sources that are out there, right? There are many great options to choose from. Like for athletes, like tofu, tempeh, seitan, pea protein, um, all contain the essential amino acids and are high in protein. Tofu at around 12 grams of protein per 100 grams. Tempeh, 
made from fermented soybean has about 20 grams of protein per 100 gram and even exceeding in meat in some cases then you got also seitan which is extremely high in protein as well and then um you know you can always supplement with protein powder if that's your thing for people with more of the normal activity level whole food like beans lentils nuts and seeds provide adequate amount of protein for example one cup of cooked black beans as a close to 15 grams of protein, even though also beans um, are higher in carbohydrate. So they also, um, they're feeding to that category. So in the contrary, but basically what I'm trying to say here is like, you can get beans that have protein as well. And um, and then you can see those also, um, they, have, they have protein, but they also consume part to be carbohydrate. Lentils contain around 18 grams of proteins per cook cup. Nuts and seeds are another excellent protein option. They're also high in fat. Two tablespoons of pumpkin or squat seeds have 10 grams of protein. The same goes for almonds and walnuts. So one particular what we're saying is that no matter what food on the plant-based kingdom you choose, there might chances that you can find protein on those meals. For example, like a banana. Uh, even though it's high in carbohydrate, you can also find protein in that uh, in that food. Kale, for example, you find protein, carbs, and you can also find um, fat in just kale. Then you have spinach, for example, which you have carbohydrate and you have protein. So all these different things has protein as well. So just the amount that you need or the amount that you want or require is what you need to focus here more than it's, and more if it's actually protein or not. Why? when people eat animal protein they know those animals eating plant-based protein so let's go straight to the source like we always say by combining these foods you can easily meet daily protein requirement without the need of supplemental protein powder so if you have to eat for example i don't know i'm gonna just use a hypothetical number uh, 150 grams of proteins daily per day uh, you can break that down in what four or five meals during the day, and you're gonna hit that number. So you're gonna hit that number if you combine between nuts, seeds, um, beans. You can combine that fruits and vegetables. I mean, that combination of all these meals, five meals during the day, is gonna put you in that number. So, or any number that you're looking for, you just have to have a combination of these during the day. And then I'm not trying to chunk or eat one meal and then try to get, you know, 250 grams of protein in one meal or 200 grams, whatever that number is, in one meal. So you have to break it down during the day, even including snacks. You can have snacks that are really high in protein, you know. You can have oatmeal or you can have fruits, you know. You can have a vegetable bowl or whatever the snack that you want to have. And then, But if you combine that in during the day, uh, and you're breaking down in different meals, uh, you definitely will be able to um, hit that number. Now, the question is, why does the misconception persist that meat and dairy are the only best sources of protein? Yeah, like why? Why is this? I believe it's largely due to the tradition, culture, and lack of knowledge about plant proteins. But people don't know. And if you don't know, it's just like you're ignorant, right? When you're ignorant, it's because you're not sure or you have no idea or what's going on so you need to do some research on that and kind of get some knowledge like if i want to learn how to play the piano 
I can't just come and say, well, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm the best player player ever. I'm like, I'm the next Mozart and whatnot. You know, you I can't I can't be saying those things because at that point, my knowledge of playing the pianos is so little. So, but the the more educated I get, the more practice I get, the more reps I get. Like we're saying in the bodybuilding world, the better I turn out, the better I get, and the more knowledge I, I learn. So. I'll give you a perfect example is competing or not, not. Let's not talk about bodybuilding, right? Let's talk about business, okay? So right now I'm in the process of learning how to manage, manage a business, for example, a specific type of business, right? So with, with that process comes a learning curve. And I personally decided to say, you know what, I'm going to take the time and learn this craft very well. By the time I'm ready to launch this business, I have an edge because I took the time to learn the craft um, and get better at it. Yes, and then you can definitely learn on the fly, but it's better when you have some type of knowledge and then you apply that and then you keep refining that. I think for me, that's a better approach because... One, it gives you confidence to launch or do whatever it is that you're doing. Like, let me give you an example. Let's say you, you, um, you're prepping for a swimming meet or something around those lines. You, uh, you want to get in the pool, swim a few times, get some coaching, and then you're like, you know what? I've uh, I done my due diligence for the past months or so. I'm going to try an amateur uh, meet for the first time. I'm going to just go and compete to see where I stand. You have more confidence going to that competition uh, as an amateur swimmer than if you try to do it. Like, you know what? I just like to swim. I'm just going to go in the water and I'm compete against everyone. Well, yeah, and that can work out. But everybody else might have an edge on you because they took the time to practice their stroke and do all the different things. So with that said, I'm trying to basically tell you guys that take the time, learn, and then you can have more ammunitions to speak about and then be better at explaining, not only explaining, but at the same time talking about vegan. And that's what's happening with a lot of people. They don't really know. Like, it's completely new to them. It's like a foreign language, like a complete foreign thing. So since they have no idea what it is, they just say the first thing that comes to their mind. And then that's why we're, uh, we're lacking. We're lacking on education. And education can be in so many ways. So this is what's always been my main goal, is trying to educate you guys, trying to trans for a little bit of knowledge, um, do it in Spanish, do it in English, do it in Portuguese at some point, and just being able to spread that out and help you guys kind of get some knowledge and transfer the knowledge that I learned in the last couple of years or decades, basically, uh, when it came to living a vegan life, lifestyle. In many cultures, eating meat is equated with being a strong and healthy person, right? That's what it comes down to, right? Uh, but times are changing, and awareness grows about the health and environmental benefit of a plant protein. My hope is, is this information will help debunk this myth and show that the plant proteins are an excellent source, complete option to also. In summary, while animal proteins certainly have a place in many traditional diet, growing Research has shown that plant-based proteins are just as effective or even better at providing uh, all the essential amino acids that our bodies need. 
there are proven health environmental benefits as well. And as someone who has trained in the bodybuilder and mind as a vegan for a decade, I can attest that plant proteins perfectly meets the protein's need. I hope this information is helpful for you guys and I encourage you guys to further explore plant-based and the power of plant proteins, um, veganism, and the entire thing. And I invite you guys to read the full back news article, which I will link that video or that link that article in the description of this audio or video that you're watching, depending on which platform or you you are following us. Uh, and then don't forget to please follow us on Instagram and our YouTube channel, Latino y Vegano, for for more vegan tips and recipes and anything related to veganism. Until next time, guys. I'll see you next time. Love you guys. Peace, vegan.